Welcome to Intelligogy with Tracy Browder, where together we will disrupt educational normalcy. We need more men. Now, I know that sounds really funny just by saying that, but that really is the topic of this podcast talking about lower level education. So stay with me on that title. Okay, friends. I do. I love elementary school. Elementary school is a place where kids are happy. They're bubbly. They're eager to learn. uh, They love to play. They enjoy having fun. I mean, when I say love to learn, they are thirsty to learn. Uh, Such a happy place and all the energy and kids don't mind having fun. It's it's not this thing where it's not cool to um, let your guard down and just be a little silly and have fun. So that environment, when you walk through the door, it's just special. It's 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 happy. I I think yellow paint, bright blue paint, pink pastel, happy, Um, sunshine kind of happy. That's that's the that's the thought process I have and the feeling I get when I walk through the doors of an elementary school. Those kids are the most precious little people on the planet, I feel like, and they are just ready for someone to teach them. Now, that's my view. If you ask my husband, or if I were to tell you about my husband, his view is completely different. He is the most amazing man. I am so fortunate to be married to him where he just pitches in and helps in the house and vacuums, cleans, washes the cars, fills the tanks with gas, just does so many things that I don't even have to think of them. He is an amazing man. He will do anything under the sun I ask him to. Except (laughs) step into the doors of the elementary school. Now, he will come in. I remember um, one time we were having a big event. I want to say like um, a big fundraiser kickoff. So, you know, there's the high energy, lots of music. And I think I left my lunch at home. We, I'm fortunate enough that my house is right around the corner from my school. And um, sometimes it's really good, but oftentimes it's really bad. And I forgot my lunch and he was working from home that day. And I called him and I said, babe, I need you to bring me my lunch. And I didn't think to tell him that it was a little bit crazy in the school. And he walked in the hall and he opened the door of the gym. And I mean, the look on his face was like, what is going on in here? It looks like an elementary school just like threw up all over the place. The look on his face was like, I can't take this. And literally he handed me the bag and almost ran. (laughs) And there've been other times where he's come to the school and comes to my door of my classroom and just has the hardest time crossing that threshold. And the kids love him because, you know, I talk about my family a lot. So they're like, Mr. Browder, Mr. Browder. He jokes and he's like, I don't like kids. What are y'all speaking? He's just joking. But anyway, we have a lot of fun with that. But my point is um, that lower school setting is not his thing. He would run from it as fast as he possibly could. Um, 
if you were to ask him his version of elementary school, he'd probably tell you they're a bunch of little creatures, noisy, germy, drippy-nosed, busy, touchy-feely, whiny little creatures. Those little creatures love him, though, so, so much. They see him and adore him and get a kick out of the fact that he's terrified of them. (sighs) Terrified of them. And that's where I want to park for a few minutes, because that's actually the problem, I think, um, with the low number of males in um, lower education. I think so many men feel like they can't relate, they can't tolerate, they don't know how to differentiate, they certainly feel like they can't participate, articulate or facilitate anything with a bunch of little kids. Now, let me back up and say that I do know um, that we have some amazing men who are brave enough (laughs) to come down a little bit and work in um, the elementary setting. And we value that so very much. Um, You know, For me, I will say at my elementary school right now, I've been at that school since 2006, and there's only been one male that ever worked in our building, and he actually was not part of our school. There was another school um, who, or that rather, I'm sorry, was not going to be finished with construction in time for their school to open. So that school lived with us pretty much for half of a school year. And they happened to have a male staff member. So for six months, we had a male staff member. Now we have had a male custodian here and there, um, not very often, But since that time of that six month period of actually a male faculty member who wasn't even one of our school faculty members, we've been fortunate fortunate enough to have um, a male on staff last year and this year. And he was serving in our special education classroom And uh, this year he moved into um, kind of a position in the office. And since that time, his role is actually, I I hesitated a little bit to say it, but no, I'm going to say it. His his role is um, ISS, which is in school suspension. However, I'd like to run the numbers because I think since he's been in that capacity that it's it's quite possible that we haven't had as many students in ISS. Interesting observation as I as I think about it. And I'll tell you my thoughts on that. He spends a lot of time in the halls, in the classrooms building relationships with students. You know, if if a student is overstimulated or really, really having difficulty being successful in the classroom, this teacher 
staff member, he'll come and just take that student for a walk and they talk and just have good conversation. And then those students start to look forward to that time that they spend together with this staff member um, when he comes by. And, and that's the thing. He comes by just regularly. He makes his own schedule to come by and just check on some of these kids. But then it grows from not just some of these kids to he's checking on all the kids. He's checking on the teachers. And we are so blessed to have him on our staff. That is just unreal. His his name is Michael Fleming. I know he won't mind me sharing that with you. Actually, he's very humble, so he probably would prefer that I not share it. But he is worthy to be praised because he goes above and beyond every moment, every second, every hour, every day, every week, way above and beyond his role. But what I see him doing is building relationships in the cafeteria, at dismissal. He is just everywhere for everybody doing everything. And we haven't really had a male presence, especially a male presence that goes above and beyond like that. So here are some of my thoughts on some of the reasons why we need more men at the elementary level. I believe our young boys need someone they can relate to, to talk to. Just like girls, when especially in elementary school, from, from kindergarten to depending on where you are demographically, elementary school can go to fourth grade, it can go to fifth grade, it can go to sixth grade. So depending on where you are demographically, where, kinder, where, where students come into kindergarten, um, their bodies, they go through so many developmental, emotional, social, socio, just so many changes, social, emotional, and... As women, we can relate to that and we get to talk to them and pour into them and nurture them and can be empathetic with them. But our boys, things are changing and happening in their bodies, too. Um, How they feel changes, things they are going through. We as women cannot always relate to things that boys are going through. And so who do they have to talk to during the school day? Who do they have that they can connect to, that they can relate with? You know, both of my, both of my sons are boys. Um, I have two sons. So I feel like I have a little, a little bitty tiny insight to the, the mind of boys and how they operate, especially having two boys. And they are very, very different, uh, very different, but they're both great kids. But I'm fortunate enough to live with the boy mind, the boy personality, the boy behavior, the boy hyperactivity. So I feel like I get it. I I get boys, but I don't get everything. And I, I never would attempt to say that I understand the 
wholeness of the male mindset, the male makeup. And that's why I feel like we need men to fill in that gap, that 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 hole that we cannot fill as female teachers. You know, I, I believe that a lot of boys who sometimes get in trouble a lot, they wouldn't get in trouble. You know, I have to ask myself when I see kids getting in trouble, are these things that are worthy of being identified as being in trouble? Or are these just boys and their outlet? Um, Because I see firsthand in my house, there are certain things that um, I know is just the boy mindset. Are we giving them an outlet? Because my husband tells me, especially when our boys were younger, I would get so upset and so frustrated with some of the things they were doing. And his his phrase was always, Tracy, they're just boys. I'm like, but that's not okay. It's not okay. That's not an excuse. And it's not an excuse. It's who they are. It's their makeup. It's their mindset. It's their physiological being. It's their DNA. So no, it's not an excuse. And shame on us if we don't realize that. But again, I say that's where and why we need men at the elementary level to help people get it, to help people understand and not just to help. Well, it's, it would be really huge and amazing if there were men at the elementary level to help those of us who don't have or haven't had experience with young boys, may not have as much patience, understanding and tolerance. We could we could really benefit from that male mindset. But more importantly, our boys could benefit from that male presence. I know that the male teacher would bring an amazing perspective, um, life lessons, being a male. And I can only really speak from what I hear my husband talk to our boys about. And especially as an elementary school Kids move from kinder, first, second, start moving into third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I believe if men were having some of the conversations with young boys that my husband has with my own kids at a much younger age, our boys would get it. Some of the things I hear my husband talk to the boys about is being mindful of a strong voice. Some men just naturally have a strong voice, which can sometimes come across as intimidating, even angry when they're just speaking. Um, I've heard my husband, he has a big voice and, and he's always said he has to be mindful of how that comes across. And so he's taught my boys to have that awareness. Um... He's taught them how to manage the natural presence of intimidation. And what I mean by that is, let let me give you some perspective. My husband is 6'3". I will not reveal his pounds or weight, but he is a very... Well, I will say this. He played football, so um, that will give you an idea 
of his size, but very, very tall man, um, big voice. And so sometimes that can be intimidating. And so he is always mindful of his presence, um, especially when he's talking to others, especially if it's a delicate situation, if he's disciplining our boys. Um, We are very active in our community and lead several different groups. So when he's talking to um, children, he is mindful of that presence. And it's kind of ironic, huh, that I said he runs from kids at the school, but yet we are very involved in some youth groups. But he does love children. I was going to get back to and say that he really does love kids. But teaching them every day like I do, not so much. So I I feel like I, I listen and I hear him telling my boys things like self control, respect, and respectful. Um, that they should carry themselves with character, integrity, high standards, uh, morals, good values, be respectful of others and have respect for others and yourself. Be a leader, not a follower. It's so easy to fall into peer pressure and just fit in and not rise above for fear of um, being teased. But he really talks about the value with my sons about being a leader um, and that you can still be a good friend. You can still fit in as long as you're not sacrificing who you are. So I guess what I'm saying is I really see the value in my own home of a strong male. And imagine if, if we had that during school hours, every single day, the life lessons that I watch my husband pour into my sons really on an everyday occurrence. If our kids could get that, and I know some kids don't have a male presence in their lives at home. So if they could get a sliver of a male presence during the school day at a young age, can you imagine the difference that some, that that would have in some boys' lives? (sighs) I think about um, I'm, I'm I work in a wonderful district. Um, the demographic is on average middle class, um, but I haven't always worked in the district that I'm in now. I worked in a very very large district um, where. Poverty, low income was very commonplace. And with that, unfortunately, there was um, oftentimes lack of a male presence in the home. Now, if kids aren't getting that male presence in the home, and I'm talking elementary level, if they aren't getting that male presence in the home and they aren't getting it at school, 
and there's nobody that truly 100% gets them, understands them, knows how they think, probably what they're thinking and what they're going through. If there's nobody in their lives from kindergarten to sixth grade on a regular basis that is like them, then what does that do for our boys? You know, by the time they get to intermediate middle school and high school, we want to be so very punitive with our boys and frustrated and fed up and punitive to a fault almost, I feel like. And we're not thinking about what their younger years were like, what they lacked, what they didn't get. So instead of being punitive, how about being restorative? What about male mentoring? What about males at lunch, uh, businessmen in the community, um, college fraternities? I mean, the list really goes on and on and on about with um, people who really, if given an opportunity, would be more than willing to step in and fill in the gap. Um, And I know as we progress in the grade levels and and the schooling, um, it's more common for males to teach in upper grades. But when you also think about what the male teachers in upper grades are faced with, the demographic of the classroom changes, whereas in elementary school, we generally just have one class that we see versus in the high school setting, I, I don't even, how many classes on a given day does a high school teacher see? We all know it's a lot. So even though there may be a male teacher in the upper schools, they still there's still another problem. They don't have the time to invest in the males because of the large number of students that they see. So there's still a problem, even in the upper schools. I feel like it's incumbent upon us as educators to be restorative and intuitive enough to realize this is a situation that needs to be addressed. That we can bring in partnerships with strong men in our community to help fill in some of those gaps. Um, to just meet the social, emotional, physiological, mental needs of our young men. We may not be able to catch up on six or seven years of life, but we can certainly start where we are and keep going from there and only get better. So I would ask any male educators who might be listening or if you know males who are preparing to be educators to ask them to consider um, lower grades because there is such a need. We need men in the elementary school setting. I watch um, Mr. Mike that I was talking about earlier during the school day. Our 
our uh, during lunch, our school cafeteria, um, the microphone was being a little difficult for a couple of weeks. And I had um, this bad sinus infection that wouldn't let go really, really bad. Kind of lost my voice a little bit for a couple of weeks off and on. And another teacher was going through kind of pretty much the same thing. You know, it's the season, right? So without a microphone and you have sinus and throat issues going on, it's kind of a challenge to really project your voice over all the, the whole grade level. And if you remember, I mentioned earlier, Mr. Mike, just out of the goodness of his heart, is everywhere for everything, for everybody. And he always makes it a point to be in the kindergarten lunch block. And so when the microphone wasn't working, we didn't even have to ask him. We didn't tell him. He just noticed that we were trying to fix the microphone. He knew that some of us were a little under the weather in terms of our voice projection. And he walked over. What do I need to tell them? And he did without the microphone, with that big, strong voice. So there are certain times that I can remember and I look back and reflect on and like, wow, we really needed him. Just wow. Thank you for doing that. Um, I do feel like I, I see how some of our young men respond differently to him than they do women in the building. So that male presence, somebody they can relate to, somebody that they honestly respect in a different way. And guys, this is so huge. I can't believe I almost forgot to um, hit on this is that I love I feel like a male presence in the adult realm when young men see male teachers and how they respect the women, the young ladies, and then they teach the young men how to open doors and be respectful. I do that with all my boys. I teach them how to open doors. I'm sorry. I'm just a, I believe in chivalry. And, um, but those things just come natural to him from what I see. So I do wish that there were more men in the elementary setting because we need them. We need you if you're listening. I believe that some of our young men wouldn't have some of the struggles that they have if they had more males in their eight to three, eight to four life during school um, for at least 187 days a year. Friends, that's a lot of time when you think about it for our young boys to be without a male role model during the day. So I hope that any listeners that we have right now who um, are coming into the profession or been in for a while, that you consider the value of teaching in the elementary level and if that's really not your thing, you know, that's perfectly okay. But let's say you're an administrator. Could you spend more time maybe at lunch with um, some of our young men? Uh, could you rally some young, some pro young professional men or not young, just 
professional males in the community, whether it be uh, fraternities, like I said, Chamber of Commerce, Rotary Club, um, colleges. Could you rally some of those young men to come and stand in the gap in the elementary school? Something to think about, isn't it? Well, that's our time together this time. I want to thank you for joining me at Intelligogy, where together we are disrupting educational normalcy. Until next time.